the Frames Per Second Podcast. It's awkward whenever Lawrence's name comes. Me neither. Y'all were talking about me. But it wasn't anything bad. So 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 what? Uh, so what else did y'all say? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be the two of us. You and Jarrell leave. It's been almost a month, and I'm just not feeling close to him. He digs you down, makes you laugh. Hey, what's the problem? Cause I don't hear it. What's going on? It's your boy Nikki Duce, aka Mr. No Disrespect, and you're now tuned in to the Frames for Second podcast. In this episode, we'll be continuing on our weekly reviews of the hit HBO series, Insecure, with this recap being dedicated to the second episode titled, Low-Key Distant. And we got the usual crew, Sans, Rod, he's out, but we got Nay, so of course she speaks for the both of them anyway. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) So let's get started, man. This episode starts off with Molly and Andrew uh, coming out of a date and basically, Molly, is, all of a sudden, is trying to get really involved with Andrew, which I say all of a sudden because when she first initially was messing with him, she didn't really try to get that deep. Now she sounds like she's about to fall in love with him or trying to. So this episode was a, had a lot to deal with Molly in, in different spaces and in situations and how she reacted. So with this one starting off of it, did y'all think that you were going to end up liking Molly at the end of it, like she was going to be redeemed or it was just going to be more of the worse? I mean, more of the... I mean, I would say worse, but just more of the same. Same old Molly. Like, same Molly that... Molly's Molly's Mollying, as what they say on, <laughs> on social media. Molly's just Mollying. So, yeah, nothing nothing that made me be like, oh, you know what? Like, it has me... not No type of positive redemption feelings for her or nothing like that. It's funny, this episode made me go back and watch the very first episode of season one. Uh-huh. You're right, Brandon. She is still the exact same day. Mo- Molly just mollying, you know. Mike, what you think? Um, I actually thought Andrew was being a dick. So this actually did make me feel a little bit of something for Molly. I still don't like Molly. But she didn't bother me on this episode nearly as much as she has on previous episodes. Uh, I mean, I thought when she was just kind of trying to get Andrew to open up and he was just being a bitch about it, I was just like, all right, man, like, what's that about? But So you didn't have any issue with, um, with the way she came at him at that little dinner that she was trying to have with him to get to know each other? What do you, wait, what do you mean? Like, remember when she invited him over for dinner because he was trying to go have them go to a concert and she was like, let's eat in and have a conversation. You I didn't... thought she was being rational and he okay. was being he was being a dick. I mean, she was just like, yo, like, you know, you want to talk about it? And he was just like, nah. And she's like, okay, well, then I didn't know you had a... Well, I can't remember if it was a brother or a sister. 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 And she was like, oh, well, you know, what's up with that? I don't want to talk about it. Like... All right, you're being kind of an asshole, man. Like it wasn't like he he was being like you, there's a there's a there's a nice way to say to someone that you're dating that you don't want to go into a situation and talk about these kind of things. He was just being real short. But he literally said that like I don't really want to talk about it. No, it was the way he said it. Like if I'm if if I'm dating you, come on, man. Like I'm trying I'm trying to like get to know you. Okay. And you, and you don't want to tell me anything about your family, like, at all? All right, man. We, cool. Whatever. And then he grabs his little stuff and storms out like a little bitch. 
Nah. <laughs> I disagreed with that one. I felt like, like, okay, if he's not ready to dispel that part of his life or whatever, that's a conversation. I felt like Molly was a little, she could have prefaced that better. I'm not saying her feelings weren't valid. I just felt like she could have expressed that a little bit better. Just to say, you know, listen, what are we doing? I really feel like X, Y, and Z. But she was just like, I, I, want, a, I want somebody with depth. Just because he's not willing to talk to you about this yet, just because he don't trust you enough to talk to you about his family, don't mean he don't have no depth. But see, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. That was that was a, a snarky ass comment. But she started off okay. She was just like, "Well, I'm I'm getting kind of frustrated that you know I'm trying to get deep with you, and you don't have any depth." She definitely didn't have to say that. <laughs> but he could have very easily just been like, "Well." I assume his sister must have drug issues or something. He could what, 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 what? Time out. So last episode, y'all was like, y'all wouldn't have had time to fuck with Molly. But yeah, he did. And he come into the crib and still trying to hang out. And now she say he don't have no depth. Given the history, he just ain't about the bullshit no more. He getting tired of her. Nah, nah, nah. If he wasn't about the bullshit, he wouldn't have brought his ass over there. Exactly. I was about to say that. He, he, he must like either her pussy or her conversation. Maybe even both. He likes, he likes both. Yeah, he keep coming back to her. Because if he was really done with her, there's been plenty of times where he could have been out. And we right. talked no. about that last episode. Right. Yeah, but I, I, I feel him on that, though. Like, if if I tell you that this isn't something that I'm ready to to talk about, then why are you continuing to press me about it? She didn't press him. She asked she him one time. She asked him one, one time. One time too many, Mike. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's not I, fair. I felt him on that one. I, and I would have left, too. I'd be like, all right, fine. You, you know, especially after the shot. Yeah, he was kind of trying to be polite with her as far as, like, you kind of touching on a sore spot. Let's move around. You could, I feel like she could have right. asked another question about a family, a different family member or something else. But she kept going. I feel like she wanted to find something. And she kind of set him up, too. You know, I'm going to have you over. Because they've been doing, like, this one thing this whole time. And then she switched it up on him and then kind of, you know, give him a heads up. It was like, no, nah, we're going to come over here. I'm going to cook for you. We ain't going to go out, hang out to the, you know, to the concert or whatever the thing is they were going to do. And he wasn't ready for that. It kind of caught him off guard. She asking all these questions. Okay. So what, what did we decide last time when we said time frame or how, how long they've been dating? Like a month or so. Okay, so then we could assume that this has been like another week. No, this is another month because the episode says it's three months from the block party now because the first episode oh. was four. <laughs> yeah, 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 it did. It did. It said this is the dating. last episode it was what four four months, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're three yeah. months away. Yeah. So they've been dating for bad. two months at least. Yeah. Then I still don't like Molly, but if I was Molly's friend, I would tell Molly to go ahead and move on. Because if we've been dating for two months and you can't give me anything except for, hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to taste your gumbo. Yeah, I'm trying but, to give you this. <laughs> nah, bro. Then at this point. But, but to Ken's point, if, they, if all they've been doing is just doing witty lines and bumping uglies, like, they're, like how are you going to expect much depth after that? Like, if that's because all we... she's trying to change it. If she's trying to get into more depth with this man, and if he's not interested in being that type of dude, then he should just be like, look, I don't want to date, but if you want to just fuck every now and again, maybe go bowling every now and again, then cool. But it doesn't seem like he's doing that. 
I don't think there was anything wrong with the way she felt. She just should have communicated it better, but that's generally Molly's problem. Molly has a really bad way of delivering honest truth. Yeah. She's just real, like, she has no filter, so. I agree. Yeah, speaking of that, you're talking about delivering honest truth in a good way. Even though we can move to Issa, uh, she's a little awkward with it, but she's always awkward. That's what makes Issa Issa. Um, but, like, with her, a conversation with her and Condola, like, right after that scene, uh, it seems like they're getting into a better place. It seems like she laid it out on the table, like, let's not be weird about Lawrence or anything. Let's just, you know, move forward because I like how you do business and we can work well together. Let's just be professional about it. And then they had a quick little laugh about Lawrence and then it moved on. It made me think about a, a question as far as, like, have y'all ever been in a situation where, like, your ex is cool with your current partner or whatever, your girlfriend or boyfriend, and that still somehow affects your life? No, I've never been in a situation like that where I had a, an ex being cool with someone I'm currently dating. <laughs> never. That's not, I've never been in that situation. Yeah, I'm going to Other than, other than, well, you know what? I'm lying. I'm lying. Um yeah, because I have kids with my ex. So obviously my husband and my ex have to have some sort of dealings. But um, it's never caused me no issues. Mm -mm. Well, yeah, because you're lucky because Rod can get along with anybody. I've never been in that situation. But I, I brought it up because uh, just because of Lauren's sake. Oh, you know what? I don't have that exact situation, but I do have one situation that's kind of close where I was messing with this girl that we used to work with. And she, she had a crush on my ex-girlfriend and always wanted to hang out with her and us together. Is that kind of close? Did it cause you problems? That sounds like that's a plus for you. It, <laughs> it didn't cause me problems. I just thought it was weird because, I mean, she had a boyfriend who's now her husband. So it was just kind of uncomfortable a little bit but it didn't really cause me problems and they didn't really hang out a bunch like with me not around they talked a little bit but it wasn't that deep oh. yeah i don't know that's a i don't know what to call that but yeah <laughs> i mean you could call it a good ass time if you take one of the people out but yeah yeah that's a big if <laughs> but i was asking because you, you look at lawrence and how he reacted situation was very weird like he was like i don't i don't like it i don't think it is good for me or end well for me and he, he talks to his homies it's the first time we get to see his homies this season and chad was there and it was <laughs> i think that was one of the best parts of the episode for me mm -hmm. uh, but what did y'all think about his like how his feelings and the advice that his friends was giving him i don't know about the advice but he's just scared isa gonna so listen he know that he wasn't about nothing when he was with Issa, and he's just afraid that's the narrative that Issa's going to get. So he's trying to nip that in the bud before it can even happen. But isn't he the good guy in that situation, as, as far as, like, when you tell the full story? Um, yes and no. It depends on how Issa spins the narrative, which is what I think he's afraid of. I can get it to a certain extent. It's like, when you're in a relationship with someone, everybody has their own perspective. 
you don't want that person's perspective to skew somebody else's opinion of you. So I get it. Like, even if you were the good guy in the situation, everybody, I mean, it's I'm, no relationship is perfect. So you don't know what that person may or may not confide in about how they felt about you at a given point in time, stuff that you may not even know because they never shared it. So I can understand his concern. I don't understand him running up on Easter like that, but I can understand his concern. Yeah, that's what I thought was weird and part of what I, I didn't like. I thought I felt like Lawrence overreacted to that, mm -hmm. that whole thing. First, there, there was the genuine curiosity he had when they were uh, having lunch or, yeah, having lunch. Um, you know, it, it felt it came across as if he was flattered that they were talking about him. And I think, I don't know what happened when, by the time he got to his boys, but, you know, it, it, it shifted. His, his whole temperament shifted. And he seemed like he was really, really pissed off about the fact that they were having a conversation about him. And I was, I was a little thrown off by that. I didn't know he was going to really be that, that upset that they were talking to the point where he would say, man, she just need to, you know, keep my name out of motherfucking mouth or whatever he said. I was like, damn, Lauren's really pissed. I don't think he was ever flattered. I don't either. Yeah, I don't really? think, yeah. Nah. I don't think he was. That it early. looked like it when he kind of leaned back. He was like, "Oh, really? Uh, no, nah, I think uh, he was. He was processing it. Yep. Yeah. He didn't lean he back like. Like he wasn't bothered. Yeah, that's what it was. For a hot second, it seemed like he was just like, "Oh, for real? Hmm." And then he thought about it, and he got mad like a minute and a half later. <laughs> yeah, that, I, think, I, mean, I think it threw him off guard. I thought it was. I thought he was like a black bashful. Like he just, it was like a, you know, a sudden surprise that he just had on his face and he had to process it real quick. Like I didn't expect my name to come up in between y'all conversation. And I don't know why. Hey. Why would he not expect that they're going to talk about him at some point? Right. Like you were here five years, Nick. Right. But I'm just saying, because you would think that that's a line that is obvious. Like, let's not even go down that road. Let's, it's a, like, I think how he's thinking like how most guys act for certain situations. Like there's an elephant in the room, but I'm still going to walk around it. Like we don't need to really address it. I think he felt like she, or he felt that like in a situation like that, that's how he would react. So he expects others to react that way. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the thing about it is, I think he did slightly overreact, but I understood him being bothered. Ooh. I did get it. Now, if him and Issa were still cool, then I would have more so understood him hitting her up and being like, let's talk about it. But the fact that they're really not that cool, it seemed weird. Is that how you took their like, interactions? Huh? Is that how you took their interactions of them being not that cool? Yeah, I don't think they're, they're, they're I mean, I don't think they hate each other. But they're not tight. Like, they don't go out to dinner and shit. Right. They're not on the phone text messaging yeah. and keep in. Because you, right. you saw how quick he hung up the phone when she had called him to be like, hey, I'm about to have, I think she was about to do something with old girl. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted something she warned him about. And then she was like, so how you doing? He was like, uh, hang up. Like, he was like, <laughs> like hang up the phone. Was, I thought that was I more thought they were playing. Yeah, yeah, they were playing. Yeah, they, they were, were playing. playing, but it's just like we don't really have to keep this going. Thank you. Right. Thank but you. He, wasn't, he wasn't being a dick or anything. No, he, he was wasn't. Like, you he don't wasn't. really have to talk. You know that, right? Ha ha ha. Right. Exactly. Right. But I would have I would have said something to her, I think. I would have if me and her were cool, I would have been like, hey, can y'all try to like maybe limit the conversation about me, please? But I left it at that. 
I'd have left it with that. I wouldn't have been a. I wouldn't have been a punk about it like he was driving to her house. Yeah. And like, yeah. don't be talking sure, about sure. me. Yeah, I'm outside. I'm I'm, I'm outside. outside. Yeah. No, nah, I don't. I wouldn't have said anything. I I, I would have expected it to die down at some point. Um, but I understood the sentiment of him saying, "I want her to get to know me for me and not, you know, through a, a proxy." Yeah. Pick me. So, okay, remember in the first episode, we was like when Condola asked him um, about Isla and he didn't really give up no information. If he had been forthcoming about what went on during their relationship, he wouldn't have shit to worry about because he would have already told Condola what the deal was. Uh, he ain't really said shit about it. He don't know what Issa gonna say. And anything Issa says about their relationship is gonna be a surprise to her. But how much information do you think he should have mentioned to her? About exactly. You know, like, he to super duper details like she, we fought over a couch or no bullshit. But he can say I wasn't in the best place when I was with her and as a result, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with him saying that she cheated on him, especially if that's going to make him look like the good guy anyway, but that's how we ended. We just couldn't bounce back from it and keep it moving. But that's the thing, like, when you, once you mention the details, it's like no matter what you think about somebody, like, you could be real cool with them, but then once somebody says something, like, that they did that, like, oh, that goes against maybe who you are, because I'm going to give Condoleezza Rice her, you know, I'm like, maybe she got a little morality census or whatever when it comes to cheating. So once you hear that about someone who you thought you were cool with, that makes you look at them different. So I wouldn't say it. Like I'm not fucking Issa, and Issa's not fucking me. I ain't got to worry about her cheating on me. Yeah, but that just sours a relationship. That just seems like you're just gonna really sours a friendship. Yeah, just to make sure you look like the good guy. I can see that. I can see that. That makes you look petty. It's like it's mentioned, even though that's true. It's what happened, but like. That's something that's gonna be like, all right, now you're gonna look at that other you would have to look at that other person a little bit different. And I guess I never really took it as him being worried that she was gonna slip up and say something bad about him. It just seemed like a typical dude thing, like don't be talking about me when I'm not around type of shit. But maybe but he I read said it wrong. That. He said that when he talked to Easter, he said, I want her to develop her own opinion of me based on knowing me, not anything um, you have to say. So yeah. yeah, he's worried about what the fuck she's gonna say about him. Like yeah, you was okay. a bum nigga sitting on my couch for three years. And I cheated on him. And that's why exactly. I, you got him after now. Got, after exactly. I got my shit together. Oh shit. Wow. All right. <laughs> Touche to the tag team of Nay and Ken. <laughs> See? <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Wow, okay. Which is why I understand his concern, but yeah, he, the way he went about it was some some bitch ass this. But I, I love the advice that he was getting from Chad and uh other dude, Derek. Chad was hilarious. What did he say again? <laughs> like, basically, the way he wanted, the way Lawrence was trying to express himself, I felt like he was, both ways were kind of, either one was petty or one was um, just being too much. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talked him off the ledge of doing that, even though he still ended up doing it anyway, in a way. Um, they gave him good reasons why you shouldn't react this way because of this. Yeah. Oh boy, it was funny when he was like, "Whenever I break up with a bitch, I move." <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was getting weak at that. Chad changed up his health diet and shit. <laughs> he oh, about he got loads in the morning. <laughs> that shit was funny. We need more of them too, man, because that that shit was hilarious. Yeah. It was. Both of them together were funny as shit. 
their whole dynamic, like the different personalities in that group is so realistic. You always have like one level head and one, one who's kind of out there on one way and one's kind of out there on the other. So it was real realistic the way mm -hmm. they banter back and forth. This episode to me was a lot better than the last one. I would found myself laughing throughout this episode and stuff, especially that booty button, honey. That thing had me cracking mm -hmm. up. I was just about to get to the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm -mm. <laughs> That was that was more than I needed to see. To be that honest. was funny as hell to me. <sighs> mm -mm. Booty uh, button. Yeah. I've never heard a booty button before. I hadn't heard of it even till that episode. That thing cracked me up. But when he <laughs> lost his condom, that shit made my heart drop. I was like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. What we end up finding out is that he got what three kids and one on the way already, or two kids. Right. Yeah. So does this mean that he's cheating on who he's with with Issa? Or he just got a bitch pregnant and he's not with. He's not with, yeah. So I wanna see, I wanna know the detail on that situation now because that's gonna make Issa look kind of fucked up. But didn't she I say, don't, I she don't say, know. She said she was done with him though, right? Didn't she say she was she did. Yeah. Yeah. After the, the she, said she was done with airport but, bay, whatever. But, but that was only because of the condom situation. That wasn't because that's he had a baby mama. That is enough. That's not his fault the condom came off. Yes. You know what? Wow. <laughs> Unless he bought a magnum, he don't need a magnum. Precisely. No, nah, if this is a regular ass condom, size, that shit happens. <laughs> that shit happens. Don't blame him for that shit. <laughs> He's stupid. She said you don't know your size, sir. <laughs> Man, you crazy. Oh, shit. Oh. Why you got so quiet, Nick? Nah, because I was going to say... <laughs> I was gonna say she describes what he what he looked like his size and all that at the end of the episode. Oh, she did. She said he had a big dick. Yeah. This? I yeah. She said something. It was when Molly wasn't paying attention to her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's like, he thick as shit. Yeah, I that's what it was. About yeah. his size, not his literal size. I thought you were talking about his dick. She was talking about his dick. That's not the way I was taking it. I was taking it like, he thick <laughs> as fuck. Like, he big, Nick. Big. Nah. You talking about like <laughs> 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 Oh, my I'm going to have to go rewatch it. I didn't take it that way, but. I'm just glad he gone, because I'm I, I'm just tired of looking at his ass. On the <laughs> <laughs> that shit. I, I just had to like, hurt my yeah. eyes. That's it's just too much. That make you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it does. I, I just, I couldn't do it. And then Miles, <laughs> all he heard was, you know, everything that was going on. So he going to run his ass over there talking about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I had to turn it off. Cause he, look, yeah, you <laughs> look fast ass, but yeah, cause he quit to look at all that stuff. Yeah, we knew he wasn't TSA Bay wasn't gonna last for very long. Mm -mm, nah. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah. Go ahead. Like, we well, I was gonna say, as far as far as relationships, well, one relationship ended. And we're seeing another relationship form really well is Issa and Condola. And this is a, a relationship that kind of blossomed just past Lawrence. Like, even Molly's getting upset with it to an extent. Because when uh, Issa and Molly have a scheduled lunch together and Issa just invites Condola over just because she wants to be nice. 
Molly just kind of feel guarded by that a little bit because I guess she feels like her and Issa haven't spent that much time together. Have y'all ever been in a situation like that where you were jealous of a friend's, another friend's friendship? <laughs> that, I think that's a common thing with women, especially. Like, if I got a BFF, like, you can't have no other BFFs. I ain't never really understood it, but I've definitely uh, found been, been in situations where I noticed friends spending more time with other friends or have friends jealous of the amount of time I'm spending with other people. So I think it's really common, especially in, in female friend groups. Um, it's natural. I, part of me understood where Molly was coming from because Molly was going through something and she needed her friend at that point. But it's just like, it's not it's not that serious like as soon as she saw condoleezza she was just like who what it's like her whole face changed mm -hmm. so it's like don't be that chick but i kind of get it is she val is she valid for that i think so is molly valid for that yeah i think it's it's all so new and 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 sudden and she doesn't quite understand what is fully happening in terms of their relationship. Is it a business relationship or is it business plus? And, and that's the thing that I think that, you know, she's trying to figure out, like she's used to it being one way and it's turning into something completely different and she hasn't reconciled that yet. But, but does that matter? Like what, regardless if it's business or business plus, like, I would think after all this time, like her, with all the things that her and Molly have been through, that you would think that, oh, okay, like, obviously no one can really replace our friendship. So I shouldn't feel right. Good. But it could, and she got to right. share now. And, and, you know, Molly isn't one, at least at this moment in time, she doesn't want to share. And she's in need of her, her own personal uh, sake. So that's why whenever she's trying to have those conversations and Condola is around and they ha-ha and kick in, you know, you know, with each other, you know, she she's taken aback by that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it's I, I think it's fair. What do you think, Mike? Um, I kinda get it, you know. Um I'm not one to get jealous, but amongst my my close friends, there's like five of us where we're all, you know, really tight but certain ones are tighter than others. So I definitely notice attitudes with other people. Like, like if, if, if one of them finds out that one of them has been talking to one of them more, but then they called them and they didn't answer the phone, they might start feeling some type of way. So I, mean, I see it and I get it. My only issue with how Molly was acting was she was being a shit face towards Condola as opposed to pulling Issa to the side and being like, yo, nothing against her, but I thought this was a me and you date today. So I wasn't expecting you to bring her. Like Molly, and, like they said, she's really bad at communicating. Well, and, and I think Condola, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But yeah, and I think Condola wasn't, in, wasn't invited. She was on the way out. So they were just wrapping up whatever they were talking about. Molly didn't really know and understand that. She became invited once Condola got ready to leave. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we're, we're on the outside looking in, so we kind of see that happening. And Molly doesn't. Molly come around the corner, 
Well, no, because she got up to leave. So Molly she showed up. She, she, she grabbed her purse and everything. Yeah, yeah. But Issa yeah. took it a step further and just invited her. And I think, you know, like you said, Nick, I think she was just being courteous. And Molly wasn't trying to have that at that moment. So that's why, you know, she wanted to, uh, for that conversation, you know, for that to just be them. Yeah, I don't think that there was a problem with Molly having an issue with Issa inviting her to stay, especially if she needed her friend in that moment. The only issue I had was that before Molly even saw what the situation was, she saw Issa with this chicken was like, what? Because they were laughing and giggling. Yeah, like, oh, you kiki can with another bitch, huh? Like, y'all do not have sex. This is not a relationship like that, ma'am. Like, she, she's grown. She can have other friendships. Friends, right. Exactly. You know, self-care Sundays. <laughs> yeah that's why i was that's what threw me off and i don't know if that was molly's just perception of uh condoleezza because of like how she's introduced to this, mm-hmm. this like this new group through lawrence and an ex and we already know how her feelings were about that so maybe that's why she's upset and like i don't really like this and where this is going but right what mike was saying like you don't have to treat the other person who has no clue about what this is bad just because you don't like her for no reason. Exactly. So yeah, Molly was losing points. She she had me a little bit like earlier with Andrew, like there was some good questions, but now she started to lose me towards the end of this episode. Um, but- It's just mixed up, you know. But we also- know, so many, Huh? No, go ahead, my, my bad. I was just gonna say she has she has so many different issues going on with her different relationships mm-hmm. and she doesn't know how to fix any of it because she doesn't know how to talk to anybody so she tried to talk to andrew and she ended up saying something slick and he got mad she tried to talk to Issa before and she said something slick and she got mad molly just has a problem with talking to people and we get to the the co-worker at her job oh yeah Right. The one that she kind of, I think last season, she kind of fucked up their relationship by uh-huh. yeah, pulling some backstabby shit in, uh, behind, the, behind the scenes. And, she took uh, over his project. And took yeah, over exactly. So he don't really fuck with her now, but she's trying to like mend the, the relationship somehow, some way by trying to get to know him or do favors for him, like in the business meeting by not trying to shit over his project or whatever. And he's just trying to figure out what's going on. And then she, I was surprised that she actually, like, even after how he came at her, which was somewhat aggressive, like, she was like, you know what? What I did was shitty, and I'm sorry, and I hope you can forgive me. Like, I thought that was a mature moment from her. It was, actually. She's in a, like Mike said, she's in a weird space. Like, she's got all these different relationships that she's not not managing correctly i think she's starting to get to the point where she's acknowledging her her blame in some of them and like like even with like after east after her and Issa had that um conversation at her party and um she kind of apologized to andrew she tried to be forthcoming with andrew about her frustrations even though it came out wrong so it's like she's making attempts to kind of be accountable for her part in it She's just not all the way there. What you think, B? Um, as far as Issa and Molly's relationship? No, as far as like, were you surprised like how Molly like apologized for what she did at her to her coworker at her job? Oh, 
Yeah, I was a little, I was a little surprised. I guess I was because I mean, because we're not really used to, <laughs> we're not used to seeing that from Molly. I think she apologized twice in this episode, actually. Um, we're not used to seeing that, so yeah, I was a little take. Not even gonna say taking it back, but yeah, I was a little surprised, like just going by the track record that we've known from Molly in these past three three seasons or whatever. So it's the fourth season, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. these past three seasons. So yeah, yeah, I, I was a little surprised. I was definitely a little surprised. I didn't believe her. You didn't, Ken? Nope. You did? Nope. I think she was just saying that. Just to save face or whatever? Just trying to be different. Or trying to take a, a different approach. And it still didn't really work out. Dude just bounced and left. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, 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 I didn't believe it. You thought he picked it up like it wasn't real? I don't know what he thought because yeah, I couldn't read him at all. Yeah. I thought he was shocked. I thought he was a little taken aback by it. I did, too. He's just a dick. He's been a dick since... Yeah. I don't know that he he didn't believe her. I think he just didn't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I just I I feel like uh, I don't know what what's going on with Molly, but like she's 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 like halfway in, halfway out of being like making amends and but also still having her uh, her foot in her mouth in certain situations. And it's interesting of which uh, case scenario you pick it from because she's trying to man- make men's at, at work and even somewhat with Andrew after she messed up. But when you see her with like Issa or like in her side of like whatever Issa's dealing with, she kind of has a, a different approach to it. It seems more, it, it tugs at her more to her heart, which maybe just speaks on their friendship. I mean, these are emotional responses that she's having. Um, she tends to take these approaches after somebody tells her off or something like that, and she gets somewhat out of out of character and tries to take a different approach. And you know, from what I've seen so far, um, it hasn't fully worked. I think Molly is maybe still trying to learn how to be a more forgiving, less overly emotional person. But I still think at the end of the day, you know, she's just better off when she just who she is. Is, she, this is um was Issa correct when she was saying like she's the type of person who always has to find a problem with something? I think so. I think so. And the only reason why I say that is because I did go back to the first episode. Molly is exactly who she's been since the season one. And yes, she does always have a complaint or have a problem. Um, Sometimes they're valid, sometimes they're extra. I don't think that her issue with Andrew at this current point in time is extra. I think it's valid. It's just the way she communicates it. So I think Issa does have a point, just not not necessarily for Andrew. Yeah, I mean, when she she said it, you know, it kind of hit. And I was like, I, I I see that. And, you know, we're only privy to, you know, the story that we're given. Like, there are a lot of interactions that they've had in a lot of situations. So she has a lot more evidence than, than we do of Molly, you know, having issues with some of, with, with a lot of different things. So I, I felt like it was fair. What about you, Mike? I don't I honestly I don't know how fair that was. That seemed that seemed to be Issa 
You know how like when you have a friend that's just always being a dick and you just keep taking it and eventually you just start being a dick <laughs> back in the way that they are because you're tired of it? Yeah. That's what that seemed like to me. That just seemed like Issa was striking back on some, oh, you keep saying this little slick shit. Let me throw a little slick one at you and see how you like it. I don't know that, because when I, when I look at the situation with her and Andrew, I don't, I don't look at it her like, like she was trying to find a problem with Andrew. Maybe in the beginning, but maybe, I don't think so like right now. I think the issues she has with Andrew are valid. She just doesn't have a very good way of communicating why they're valid. With, with Issa and Condola, I mean, I think she has a valid issue. She just doesn't have a, a very good way of, of conveying it. I think maybe her problem is she overreacts a little bit, but I don't think that she's just out here finding issues with anything. Like the broken pussy shit, she had a, she had a valid reason to be mad about that. She just acted a little bit too much. Like it wasn't that deep. Well, and, and but see, and that's I think Issa has been waiting to tell Molly that for a minute. Oh yeah, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so, tired for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, but I, I think she really like I don't think she was striking back. I think she was letting loose. She was like, man, I've been putting up with your shit for so long. I'm <laughs> gonna tell you how I feel. Finally, and maybe we could see where we go from here. I think y'all kind of saying the same thing. I think yeah. that Issa had a point in what she's saying. I think the way she delivered, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> the way she delivered it was the gut punch that she kind of hit her with because she keep hitting her with them. Yeah, yeah she didn't have to add that I'm tired for you. That was, that was, yeah. that was too much icing on the cake. I felt that. See, that kind of goes to what I was saying. That don't sound like something that she would normally say. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. That that little part is more of a, what Mike was saying, that little extra she threw in there. Yeah, that was like I, a kick them while you're down type shit. <laughs> I get it, though. I don't have didn't, Molly, didn't Molly look at her? Didn't the camera <laughs> tilt to Molly and she, like, yeah. kind of, like, looked at her like, like bitch, what? I was going to get to that part as, like, I, uh-oh. You, you, you muted, muted yourself again, you muted yourself, man. What the fuck you didn't did? Take that damn hat off, man. You hot as hell over there. Yeah, why do you have that beanie on? I mean, I wasn't going to let it go, but since he brought it up. I want to know why you ain't got a light on in there, because you look like Orko up in this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> what? Why we at it? Is that a T-fall iron in the back? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what? Really it. That's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> no, really close for you. Ain't going nowhere. Hey, don't they worry about it. It's in the quarantine. It's just in the corner. It's just where it's supposed to be at. All right. Fuck you over there doing the don't rush challenge and shit, man. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I hate y'all, man. My background thing messed up. Well, um. Where was that? No, I was getting to that part as far as like Molly's reaction after what when Issa said that um her always trying to look for a problem or something. It was so taken aback. She just kind of tuned her out, and I'm thinking like, is this where she's starting? Like, is this the sever for Molly as far as their friendship? Like, has she now just reevaluated because she didn't even listen to what Issa was saying? Usually, like they always go back and forth at the end, but this time she just like totally tuned her out and just focused on what she was. I guess mm. thoughts. 
She heard what she said and she took that shit in, which is why the conversation with Andrew went the way that it went. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost feel like Issa kind of did the same thing last episode. She was like, you being messy, but I don't think Issa, Issa was like, okay, no, you know what? I dis- I disagree. I think Mike made the point that she's just like, I'm not really paying attention to you because you're just talking shit and I'm tired of it. But I think that Molly actually took in what Issa said and that's why the conversation went the way it was. She, with Andrew, and she was like, it's cool. I got time. Whenever you're ready to talk, I'm here. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you... You have a good a dude who's good. He's just not as available as you need him to be right now. And if you really like him, she's willing to wait on it. But didn't it somewhat validate uh, her approach? Because he did come back and apologize and admit that he was being a dick. Yep. So the issue thing that she was talking about earlier, while there's some validity to it, if I'm Molly and I hear that, and then I get that phone call, I'm sort of maybe second-guessing some of that. Maybe not all of it, but some of it. I, I kind of I thought about that, too, because he clearly left mad like a little bitch, went to his little, his little concert or wherever the fuck he was going, and he thought about it later and was like, you know, I ain't have to react like that. So I give him props for actually calling and admitting, like, yeah, I was kind of being an asshole. You were just asking questions because you like me and I like you too. So, I mean, it does kind of lend credence to she wasn't doing anything wrong by asking questions. He just overreacted in his desire to not talk about it. And she didn't deliver her question the right way. She delivered the first question the right way. She just said, hey, you want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about what? the first question. She just she again. She hit him with a gut punch. She be gut punching people unnecessarily. But see, this whole show made me happy. I don't date no more. (laughs) Hey, I feel you. (laughs) But she she asked him about his work first, and he igged her. Very true. And then she asked him about the sister, and he was just like, "I don't want to talk about it." So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he left and was like, damn, yeah, I definitely fucked up. Like I said, she has valid concerns. She just didn't have to say he he was shallow. Yeah, yeah. But maybe he is. Obviously, he's not, because he got stuff to talk about. But you you can be dealing with someone that shallow and still find something to talk about, because all they do is make jokes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't really seen Andrews really like say anything deep. He just makes like little innuendos and shit. Like he's always trying to be Mr. Smooth. But yeah, he's like, never, the, like opened up ever about anything. Like the like the thing about the gumbo and stuff. Yeah. I mean, well he yeah, you, you know what? I forgot about the gumbo. You 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 brought up a good point. He didn't have to say it was salty like that. That was yeah, that would have pissed me off too. I'm yes. sitting over this old slaving for this to make a goddamn roof from scratch, nigga. I ain't got no Zatarans in a box. <laughs> like I'm actually making it. And no, you got the nerves that it's salty. That that oh, was then when she talking about, well, we just gonna have to die. Exactly. <laughs> that shit was funny. I, I I chuckled at that one. Yeah, Andrew needs to chill out. I think that uh, I don't know. I I I feel like 
it was more, I think Issa was right for what she said, but it was kind of like um, Boy Who Cries Wolf with Molly. Like, the one time when she was right, it's been, it was the one time over the thousand times she was wrong. You know, mm-hmm. it was just like, it was, I, it was on the money, but somehow, some way, you were actually right on the other side. And I think maybe that's a unique spot for Molly, and that's maybe why she turned herself off to Issa. All the stuff that I've been talking about a thousand times before, maybe she feels validated by that now for the one time she is right. That makes sense. And then, then, you know, it's like, I think for the first two episodes, Molly has came to Issa with something. Issa tells Molly off, and then she starts talking about her shit. Like, she, she told her off and said that she always have an issue, and then she proceeded to talk about all of her problems or whatever is going on in her life and really not paying attention to what Molly has going on. Well, Issa busy now, shit. <laughs> like, I think Issa- Yeah, but you want everybody to listen to you, but you can't listen right. in return? No, you can, but if you have the time for it. I mean, remember when Issa used to have, remember when Issa used to hit up Molly? Molly used to be busy. And Issa would just have to deal with that shit and figure it out and come back and report later. Issa come to Molly's job to have conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think ultimately they're just not as good of friends as they think they are. They've just been friends for a really long time. Mm. So that's old friends, not good friends. Exactly. Can you elaborate on that? Because that's actually a good point. Like, yeah. So we can have like I think that they've just been friends for so long and have been around each other through so much that they like yeah, like Mike said, they're old friends, but they don't really even hear each other. They're not there for each other the way that they think that they are. They just happen to be around when shit pops off. Like, I'm not there. I don't think either one of them are truly supportive of the other. They're not really as good of friends as they think. Because even, like I said, I, this episode made me go back to the first one. And they've been going, like Mike said, that broken pussy shit really wasn't funny. So Issa, like, makes jokes at Molly's expense. Molly makes jokes at her expense. Like, it's just one of those situations where it's like we've been friends for so long that we call each other BFFs, but we're really not. We just... We just are in each other's lives and we have, we, we're used to almost like clowning on each other. So I just don't, I just don't think they're as good of friends as they think they are. Yeah, it's definitely not a healthy friendship. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever had friends, like, if y'all had to like have that old friends, real friends conversation before? Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should have. But no, but I definitely have friends where it's like we've been friends for so long that it's like, damn, girl, like we really don't, we really not as close as we think we are. I've had that before. Have I had the conversation? Nah, but yeah, yeah, same here, same for me. I haven't had that conversation, but yeah, yeah, I've I've had that situation a few times. Um, you know, people that you were friends with in high school and but like I told y'all before, I was a fucking nerd in high school and people did not want anything to do with me. So I would only hang out with other people that no one wanted to hang out with. But then when I got out of high school, it was like, I don't really like you. 
So, like, there's really no reason for us to hang out. Mm-hmm. But they fucking hang on to shit. Be like, oh, man, remember, remember fucking 10th grade drama class? Yeah. Like, nah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Like, I blocked all that shit out. Like, that's what you should do, too. And it got to a point. I've never had that conversation. Unfortunately, I just ghost people. I know that's not the most uh-huh. way to handle shit. But I just don't respond to text messages. Or, like, if they call me, I'm just like, boop you know, send to voicemail, that type of shit. So, yeah, I've been there. I just don't deal with it very maturely, I guess. Or you maybe maybe serve a certain purpose for that particular person, but they don't serve a purpose for you anymore. I think that happens a lot of times in friendships, too, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we're not really as cool as you think we are, but you need me for a certain thing. Like I'm, I'm either a ear for you to vent to, or you know, you feel like I support you, even though I really don't. Like you might feel like I serve a purpose, but we really aren't serving purposes anymore. So yeah, I think, I think that happens a lot in friendships. And the more it's funny, Roderick and I were having a conversation, and we were like, maybe this show is less about the relationship between Issa and Lawrence, and more about the relationship between Molly and Issa, and mm. you know how their friendship evolves, potentially breaks down, or comes back, or whatever, like friendships do. So yeah, it, I just don't think they're as good of friends to each other as they think they are. Oh, I mentioned that last episode. By that the was way. you? Yeah, don't let Rod take my credit. Yeah, that was you. I remember we talked about it, and I think <laughs> me and Roger talked about it again after this episode, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Good job, Nick. Good job, Nicholas. Thank you. Appreciate it. I need all the props. I don't get that much. Mike called me out every other episode, but we're going to move on. What no, is that one was yours. I'll back you up on that one. That one was yours. Uh, but it's all right. So clock is right twice a day, Nick. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts on this episode? It was definitely better than the last one. The last one was good to me. It was a setup. This one was more comedic, and it, it reminded me of the old episodes from the first season. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, I definitely laughed more in this episode than the last episode. And um, I kind of like the, I like, I like what they're doing with this season as far as like doing the whole kind of like present and then leading, going back like each episode. It seems like they're going to keep going back, going back, leading up to. I guess whenever the season, you know, the season finale to that moment where, or why Issa and Molly are not really fucking with each other anymore, or not really, but not fucking with each other anymore. So I kind of like, I kind of like this like theme of the season that they're doing so far. I laughed more with this one, but I did have a thought, you know, while watching it, it feels like at times they're chasing the joke. And and I really and I got that feeling with the TSA um, booty button thing. Um, that didn't feel as as natural as a as a as a joke that it that it has in the past. It felt like they really tried to write something in there that's weird and different and supposed to be funny. Is that just weird and different to us because we old and we don't like our booty buttons pushed? Like, is no, that why we taste this taste? That's weird in general. That's <laughs> weird in general. <laughs> yeah, so so there was there was some moments where I think they were like chasing the uh, the the joke, and then there were others that I felt like it really had that old old insecure feeling. Um, but outside of that, you know, I think this one was definitely uh, better than 
the last one I enjoyed it a little bit more, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's still not quite moving the way I I would like for it to move. Did anybody else think it was funny that Lawrence's real name is Martin Lawrence? <laughs> yeah. Talking about some what's up or whatever. I did not <laughs> even catch that. Yeah. I got the, I got the Martin part, but I forgot that his middle name is Lawrence. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I got the Martin part. I did not connect the Martin Lawrence part. <laughs> no. Yeah. What's up? No. I, I, yeah. When she said what's up, I just thought it was just Martin. Oh no no. I, I did was, too. Yeah, it was because yeah. of the wow. Martin I'm glad I didn't catch that because this is so damn crazy. You're, you're this is so corny, funny though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I did too. I thought it was I thought it was cute. Uh-huh. I thought their whole interaction where it was like we used to be tight, but now we're kind of awkward. Right. Yeah. The conversation right, right. is now awkward. I like that whole thing because that's how yeah. shit really is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, but as far as liking the episode, I really like this episode a lot. It actually felt really short to me. I don't know if it really was yes. short. It was really short, was it? It was, 10 it was minutes like 27 short. minutes. It was shorter than the last one, but uh, yeah, at the end I was like, these really need to be longer. Like, can I at least get 40 minutes? Yeah. When it ended, I was like, that's it? Really? Okay. It felt really short, and I couldn't tell if, I guess I could have just looked at the fucking time like a dumbass, but I couldn't tell if it was like, okay, did I really enjoy it that much? So it felt short. Mm. Maybe it's both, but either way, yeah. I liked it, man. I thought I thought it was really funny. Um, I slightly disagree on chasing the joke. I think the jokes seem natural. Look, some dudes like their booty played with. So I, I, I think that that's, that's a fairly common thing. I just think yeah. dudes are not going to go out in public and be like, hey, yeah, Hit girls, my button, girl. finger in my booty, and I like it. You know? <laughs> dudes just ain't going to do that. But behind closed doors, they might be like, yo, take that fake nail off and just, you know. <laughs> Not the fake nail, honey. Take the fake nail off and go ahead and, and 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 tickle my tickle my liver. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I thought the joke was funny. I thought it I thought it went off pretty well. Um I didn't really I didn't really feel like anything felt forced. So yeah, I enjoyed this one. I'm I'm curious to see how how well the next one does. Me too. Yeah, I like this episode too. I, I do think. I mean, obviously, we. I think we've been saying this for three seasons straight. This, the episodes need to be long, but now what I'm thinking about as far as this being the fourth season and you guys talking about, like, oh, there's still some uh, scenes that remind me of the good old days of Insecure. It feels like we're getting to that point. Like, could y'all possibly see this as, like, the last season? Maybe not this one. one. I could see next season being the last season. Yep. Yeah. You know, so you don't think it will end with them not fucking with each other and that's it? No, I don't. I don't. Mm, no, I don't think that's how. I don't get that feeling. Like this doesn't feel like a final season. And if it was the final season, they'd say something. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. But I wouldn't really be surprised because it seems like Issa is trying to do other shit. So I wouldn't be surprised if she ended it after this. But she's got such a good team of writers, though. Like, does. what does she need? Like, she doesn't have to be there to me. That's, that's the big problem with some shows, though. They never know when they should just go off top. 
Yeah, I know she's mentioned that she doesn't want this to run like a whole bunch of seasons. Mm -hmm. I want to say she's only seen it going five or so seasons, which is why I think I've always had in my mind that next season would be the last one. Mm -hmm. But um, this just doesn't feel like a final season. Like, I could see her and Lawrence maybe getting back together at the end of the season, and then you see what happens next season with that. And then it ends after that? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. I can see that. I can see that happening. That'd be a, that'd be a good five a five season run. Yeah, five seasons seems seems like a good sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how most black shows end anyway after five seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all right, well that's our recap for this week's episode. Please make sure you uh, let us know how y'all thought about this episode. Thoughts, comments, um, in the FPS podcast Reddit thread. Make sure you uh, hit us up on IG and Twitter. Also, continue to subscribe and rate the podcast. Share us with your friends. And um, we got some more stuff coming out. Make sure you uh, send us your question in for the mailbag that's coming up before the end of this month. But that's us for this week. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.